When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. The weather is getting warmer and focuses are shifting in regards to animal health and well-being in the world of dairy and beef cattle and other livestock around the state. Dr. B.J. Jones, livestock veterinarian from Darlington, Wisconsin, joins me to discuss concerns that producers should keep in mind as we continue to move into the summer months. I, I think one of our biggest concerns, you know, as we get into the summer in Wisconsin uh, is, is fly control. I mean, we don't have to battle with flies year-round like some of these other more southern states. We have to make sure we have our our fly control prevention in place, and whether it's beef or dairy or other species, we deal primarily with the cattle side in my practice. And uh, I usually say in the say on the beef side, you want to have at least two forms of, of fly control. I mean, don't just rely on one method. You know, whether that be like fly ear tags or there's fly porons, there's cattle rubs, and there's also fly prevention that you can put in your mineral. Um, on the dairy side, a lot of our producers will go with um, sprays as they come out of the parlor, or they'll pour the entire herd with a, a long-acting poron for fly control, and some will also spray their premises as well for fly control. And so all those things kind of add up to, to help keep the flies off the backs of the animal, keep them being productive, and, and help prevent them spraying the pink eye as well. For people that might not already have these fly control and prevention methods in place, why do you want to emphasize that it is so important that they start to think about these things and put them in place in their operation? Well, as we talked about, they can carry diseases like pink eye, number one. Um, number two, it'll affect your bottom line in terms of profitability. If, if the cows are agitated, like in our dairy barns, we'll see in the summer that they'll want to stand uh, in groups and huddle uh, when the flies are bad. And when they're standing, they're not making as efficient at making milk. We know cows need to lay down to increase the amount of blood flow going in the udder, which will increase your milk production. You know, and I think on the beef side as well, that the calves probably won't wean off as much. You know, they're spending more energy, swishing their tail, looking at places to avoid flies, being on their feet more often. So I think just from a productivity and efficiency point of view, is another reason that you should be concerned about that. Now, you mentioned that these flies or other pests can carry things such as pink eye or other diseases. So other than just getting rid of the flies and prevent them from even being around the animals, how can we go ahead and prevent these diseases, prevent pink eye, and if we have a problem with it, maybe even get it under control and get rid of it? Well, in terms of our, you know, we see the most problems with the pink eye probably with our calves. They have less resistance uh, to the pink eye organisms. You know, pink eye is kind of a multifactorial disease. It's caused by stresses on the eye, physical stresses like wind, sun in the summer, dust, uh, anything that can irritate the eyes like that. And then number two, then the flies come in carrying the bacteria. Uh, the most common one is called Moraxella bovis, which is in a lot of our commercial pink eye vaccines. And actually, we're seeing now a new bacteria causing problems called Moraxella ovoculi. And there, there is some vaccines on the market as well um, that help prevent pink eye. Um, the problem with some of the vaccines is 
they only there's several strains of these bacteria that can cause the disease. And if your strain isn't in the vaccine, it may not may or may not help. Um, we've actually gone to in our practice. You can get some custom vaccines made for some of these newer strains of bacteria that cause the penkai and trying to get a more a vaccine that's more targeted for your area. But the, the vaccines are important in helping build the resistance to the, the, the organism and help prevent them from getting the disease. So with the warmer weather coming on, other than just pests showing up, a big concern for beef and dairy producers and I guess other livestock producers in general is also heat stress. So what kind of things can we do for these animals to alleviate that heat stress and prevent it from causing any problems? Right. So like in our dairy barns, the free stalls, a lot of our barns will have fans installed over the free stalls. Some of the newer barns are going to positive pressure type ventilation systems, uh, tunnel ventilations or cross vents. Um, the other thing I think that is the most cheap and affordable thing you can do for those cows is a fence line watering system where it'll it'll actually soak the cows over their backs in an intermittent basis. And then these things are set on thermostats. So we, we know cows actually prefer temperatures of 40 to 60 degrees. Um, when it gets to be the 70s and the 80s, they're, they're experiencing significant heat stress. So the cooler we can keep them, the better. Um, we've also had some guys starting to put some of these systems even in not only in our lactating barns, but in our dry cow barns as well, trying to keep those cows cool year-round. On the beef side, you know, actually having cows have access to good, plenty clean uh, water at all times. But the other things that we've been seeing, uh, there's some new minerals on the market that have some products in them that are supposed to help the cows with heat stress. Um, one we use actually on our own cows at home is called Vitafirm Heat, um, and it causes vasodilation of their blood vessels which helps them get rid of excess heat and helps their internal body temperature stay a little bit cooler. The other thing you can do for those cows is if they have shaded areas under trees or shade cloths, uh, it would help as well. So one thing to keep in mind, I guess, when we talk about heat stress is this cutting into people's bottom lines and really affecting the animals overall. Things like weight gain and staying bred, uh, those kind of things, I guess, are affected when animals are under this stress. Can you touch on that a little bit and give us some more information on that side of things? Sure. We know when uh, temperatures increase, we'll see more what we call early embryonic death, meaning the cow gets pregnant. You know, usually via ultrasound, you can tell if they're pregnant around 30 days. Um, but then the embryo might be has its heart beating and looks good at 30 days, but you may go back at a second check at 60 days or 90 days of gestation and find that the embryo has died in utero, in the uterus of the cow, because of the high internal body temperatures that can cause some of that. And that will really affect, you know, your bottom line, um, losing pregnancies like that. Uh, those cows get later in their, their calving cycle and calve later in the year and may become potential cull cows for you. As it gets hotter, cows are going to do things like pant and breathe harder. They're using more energy to try and stay cool, um, and that's going to reduce your, your rate of gain as well as your feed efficiency as well. So considering all of these different factors and problems that could arise, how would you remind producers that the health and comfort and well-being of these livestock should be a main focus as we continue through the year? 
Well, I say, I mean, I, I think all those things we talked about can pay good dividends for you. You know, just focus on keeping the cows clean, cool, and comfortable uh, with decreased amount of flies, and that should help you have a, hopefully a stress-free summer. That was Dr. B.J. Jones, livestock veterinarian from Darlington, with some reminders of things livestock producers should focus on moving into warmer weather and some tips on how to keep your livestock healthy and comfortable through the summer months of Wisconsin. Whether you're a beef or dairy producer or raise any other species of livestock, we can always remember that healthy, happy livestock make productive livestock. And animal well-being should be a focus at all times of the year. Contact your local veterinarian with any other questions or concerns as they pertain to your operation to help protect your livestock and your bottom line. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Aaron Zimmerman.